Welcome to the Relationship for Win-Win podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Kevin. And we've been married for 25 amazing years. Well, they haven't all been amazing, to be honest, babe. That's true. And we have four awesome kids. We do, and we love them so much. And babe, I love you. And we're just trying to share some things that we've learned about life. Uh, We're not experts by any stretch of the imagination. We're not counselors. We're not professionals. But we have lived life a little bit, and we hope to share some things with you that are beneficial. So thanks for listening. Today, Kevin and I are going to discuss forgiveness. And that is a big word, and it's something that we've had a lot of practice doing the past few years. But really, we all need to forgive um, on a daily basis ourselves and each other. So we think it's a valuable topic, and we're going to share some stories and experiences that we've had with forgiveness. So we'll try to unpack as much as we can. Um, and this is, candidly, this is a tough subject for me to talk about, but I feel like that it's one that's super important. You know, the, the premise behind our podcast is to say we want to talk about the relationships that matter most uh, with your spouse, with your family, and with yourself. And we felt like that forgiveness really kind of fit in all of those categories to talk about, really. And it's something that is probably critically important. And we kind of all nod our head and say yes. And I don't care what religion you are. It's probably at the core of this is to either be forgiven, forgive other people, whatever. And sometimes it's a hell of a lot easier to say than to do. And so we'll kind of share with you some things that maybe we've learned about forgiveness and just kind of I'll open up a little bit, you know, and just share you know what that's been to me and, and how that is. But we we talked to our kids about this just recently over the weekend and had a really good dialogue and discussion and kind of flushed out some things that we had. And one of the things that we did is we found a really great talk that was given, a sermon by someone in uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, his name is Dieter Uchtdorf. And babe, I think you wrote down some of the, the bullet points that he said about forgiveness, which I thought was really powerful. Maybe you, you want to Share that. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was in quote form, I guess, but um, different things that he talked about that we do as people. And I think we've all been guilty of doing these or had them done to us. And so he said, holding grudges. Mm-hmm. How many of us hold grudges? And some people are really good at this. Like for 20 years, people hold grudges. Yeah. So we're holding a grudge. And so that's not forgiving somebody else. Right, right. Mm-hmm. right. And we almost forget why we were holding it in the first place. That happens a lot. Like I can tell you, <laughs> we haven't gotten the quote yet, but like, you know, <laughs> but I can tell you, like, I've seen it personally in my family and I've seen it in myself. I've seen it that you can be mad or someone could be mad at someone and you don't even know where it started, what the genesis of it was. And then you're the one doing all of the work keeping this going of why I am not forgiving you. Mm-hmm. And reality is the other person doesn't either know why you're mad or they've moved on and they don't care or whatever, but it it's a toxic cancer that when we're not forgiving other people, we're just carrying it around with us. Yeah. And I've seen it destroy people. Totally. You know, destroy. It's like a backpack full of rocks that you're just carrying for no no reason whatsoever. And you're, the only person you're punishing is yourself. Yes. You're not punishing the other person that you're holding a grudge against. No. Yeah. So let's go back to the quote. Sorry, okay. Babe. So it's okay. Holding grudges, judging others, hating, wanting to cause harm, 
gossiping, ridiculing, ignoring others, withholding mercy, throwing stones, and the message for him that... Like, if you're doing any of these things, yeah, his, his two-word sermon was... Stop it. Yeah, just stop it. So sometimes that's easier said than done. But really, it's a great thing to reflect on. What am I, What of these things am I doing, and where can I improve on? And what Kevin was saying is sometimes we think we can't forgive because if we forgive, that means we have to forget. No, that's not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness does not mean you have to forget. You're still always probably going to remember that. Sometimes time heals and you it's not at the forefront of your mind. It doesn't mean that you're not going to feel upset still. You still might feel upset, but you can still forgive someone. It doesn't mean that you can't talk about it anymore. You still might need to talk about it and process it. And it doesn't mean that you have to tolerate the same behavior. Just because you forgive someone doesn't give them permission to continue doing that same behavior. Hopefully, you forgiving them will want them to change. And that's not always the case. But So I think sometimes we put the wrong meaning on forgiveness. But forgiveness is really for the person doing the forgiving. And it's like taking the heavy rock, backpack of rocks, off your back and letting it go. Yeah, and I, you know, one of my—I mean, I have two probably amazing characters in all of literature that I just absolutely love, and I feel like I can relate to them, and then I relate to them again and again as I keep like you know making mistakes in life. But I love Jean Valjean from mm-hmm. Les Misérables, and I love Scrooge, like you know, and I love the here's Scrooge, this you know, in Charles Dickens, you know, Christmas Carol. Um, when when you look at that and to see the this total transformation that happens, it's like they've had this weight lifted off of them. I think that they try to do better with their life. I think they they have you know turned the corner and become someone different. I think it's because of forgiveness, right? I think that something's happened that they forgive themselves. They feel like God has forgiven them. They want to make a change, and that's really where it happens with forgiveness is to say. And, you know, I'm going to change, and mm-hmm. I want to not carry this ugly feeling around with me anymore. And whether we need to seek forgiveness from our spouse or our God or our family or a coworker or a neighbor, whatever it is, sometimes it can be hard. But swallowing your pride and and seeking that forgiveness, and then also swallowing your pride and forgiving somebody else. Um, I've discovered in my life that anytime I'm not willing to forgive somebody else, like we all want to be forgiven, right? Like we all want God to forgive us. (laughs) We want everybody else to forgive us. But then like if I'm not willing to go forgive somebody else and let it move on, it's like who am I? You know, it's like who am I to put myself in front of God or somebody else's to say, I can't, I can't forgive you, but I want you to forgive me. I want God to forgive me. It's like, you know, it's um, it's tough. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you a couple of stories on forgiveness with me personally that um, with our family. One of them happened, and babe, I'm, I'm going to share this with you. So several years ago, um, you know, had um, an affair, was we were really unhappy. I was unhappy in our marriage, and Jennifer probably was too. I just, you just didn't really share it, you know, and I can remember wanting to get a divorce. I didn't really want a divorce, 
but I was just trying to sweep this under the rug and like move on as quickly as possible and just like let's mm -hmm. keep this thing going. It was too much hurt, too much pain. And so let me just do this. You were out of town with the boys at mm -hmm. the happiest place on earth, Disney World. Like how yeah, amazing is that? Yeah, it's a perfect place. Perfect place. <laughs> and I called you up on the phone and I said, you know what? Um, you could tell something was wrong. And I just told you on the phone, I think I broke down and was crying to said, Jennifer, I want a divorce. Which I didn't really want, but that was, I was probably at my low spot and just threw that out there. And later on, after we'd gone through therapy and we talked stuff through and all this different stuff came about, you told me something that was super powerful. And I want you to share with our mm -hmm. friends and listeners that when I said, I want a divorce, what were you thinking and feeling at the time on the other end of the phone? Okay, well, first of all, I was devastated. Um, I was shocked. Um, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I have to take the kids to this magic morning breakfast with characters the next day at, like, 8 in the morning. There's no way I'm going to sleep. It was stressful. But um, honestly, when I, I knew why you wanted a divorce, even though you didn't tell me. I just knew it in my gut that there was someone else. Um, but I, the moment you said that, I thought, okay, I don't care what it is, whatever Kevin's done, I'm going to forgive him. Because I knew at that moment that if I was going to have any hope in trying to restore our marriage, or if we really were going to get divorced, we still had four children and I didn't hate you. I still loved you. And I just... The thought kept going through my head that I've got to forgive you. And even though I didn't know exactly what I was forgiving you for, I knew that I would be better off if I kept a soft heart and forgave. And so um, I don't think I slept the rest of the trip. And I remember flying home just praying that I could, you know, keep that and make sure that I didn't get angry. And of course... <laughs> That wasn't always the case. I said a lot of horrible things, and um, but ultimately I did forgive you. And just having that thought come into my head to forgive you, I think created the rest of the tone of our actual trying to get divorced and trying also to repair our marriage at the same time. Yeah, thanks, babe, for sharing that. It's um, but when you told me that and said, "I hey, I don't know what you did." kind of thought, wasn't sure, but I decided then that I was going to forgive you. I think that that was really powerful for me to hear that and humbling and like, who am I that you would go forgive me? Um, and I think that that helped change things and help repair things in our marriage for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you can't get past that right. and can't forgive one another, like you're not, there was no hope. Our, no our hope. marriage was doomed. If, um, if you wouldn't have said, yeah. I'm willing to forgive. it's doomed. And it wasn't, I was willing to forget. I was still going to be upset and I still needed to talk about it a lot. Oh, you still don't forget. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's like, yeah, I still need to talk about it. Um, but it, it's the initial forgiveness, and it, it really is genuine, and I truly have forgiven you. None, thank you, sweetheart. I love you. Um, love and too. I'll tell you that – so with that, you know, telling our four kids um, everything, what was going on, and 
tell them first we're getting divorced and all these different things. And, oh, it's just gut-wrenching, just absolutely gut-wrenching. And, you know, as, as we've reconciled everything, I'll just tell you that in their own way, some some during the time of, of after I've told them, some immediately said, you know, Dad, mm-hmm. I forgive you. Um, we all make mistakes. That's what God's there for, you know, to some took a long time and didn't talk to me. Um, some then did, and we were good, but there were still some other deep issues there. And um, I think that now, years later, maybe some of it's time, so maybe some of mm-hmm. it's healing, maybe some of it's counseling. And one of our sons on Father's Day, do you remember? Yeah, I, I was going to okay. share that, yeah. Well, You're stealing my thunder here. Sorry, babe, babe continue. I forgive you. <laughs> um, but I think that he, yeah, so, that, so I, I think they've all worked through it in their own way. I think that's a critical thing to bring out with forgiveness is to say, we can all forgive in different ways. And in some ways, I think it's a it's a gift. Some people can just forgive easier than others. Mm-hmm. And for me, I've just tried to look at it and say, look, I have made so many mistakes in my life. I, of course, I want mercy, you know, of course, I'll be forgiven. So who am I to go withhold that from somebody else? And I know what an amazing feeling that feels like to hear the words, I forgive you and to feel that so powerful. And I don't care what you know, your religion is. You can find story after story after story of people forgiven and just unbelievable. And you can hear powerful, powerful stories of people that have had just tremendous wrongs done to them. Someone, you know, you know, hitting a car, killing, you know, with their whole family in the car. Someone, you know, a drunk driver. We hear these stories of a drunk driver hitting someone and kills the wife, kills, you know, someone in the back seat. they're injured, whatever, and they make the decision to say, I'm going to forgive this person. And so for me, I, you know, one of our children was struggling for a while to forgive me. And rightly so, I get it, not mad. Um, I got it. And I wanted and prayed desperately that we could just kind of get this over with and he'd forgive me and move on. And it was one day, it was on Father's Day, like you said, mm-hmm. and came up to me and it was like late at night, it was like 11 o'clock at night. And he's like, hey, can I talk to you? I said, sure. Like, and we went into a separate room, and he says, once you have been thinking about stuff, and I just thought, you know what? My friends and I were having a conversation about the, about the Holocaust, <laughs> and I was like, oh, like every normal teenage kid would do, right? And he was laughing, and he said, they said, yeah, like just normal teenage stuff. We're talking about the Holocaust. And he said, and I realized that, you know, Hitler did all these terrible things to people. And he said, like, there are some people that can forgive him for what he's done. And then you've got Jesus on the cross that has said, you know, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And he said, I started thinking about that. And I started thinking about if these people can forgive others for all of the terrible things that have been done, I can forgive you for what you've done to me and to the family. So I want you to know I forgive you. And that was so powerful for me. And happened on Father's Day. It was the greatest gift, you know, I could have been given um, far better than a card or a tie. Um, but it was beautiful. And I think that he worked it through in his way. And yeah. so for forgiveness, it's, it's a process. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that can be done, but when we're the ones that don't forgive, 
It is a cancer that will eat us alive. And one of the biggest things I think that we can do, and babe, I'd love to hear your feelings about this, is forgiving ourselves and what that means. Because a lot of times, great, somebody else forgives us for something that we've done wrong, big or small. Mm-hmm. But yet we struggle to forgive ourselves. So what, in your mind, what does that mean to forgive yourself? I, I just think you have to have grace. You have to realize we're not perfect. We all make mistakes. And just be kind to yourself. It's a lot easier said than done sometimes because we're going to mess up. We're going to say the wrong thing to our kids, um, our spouse. You know, we might get angry and duly. I think it's good to practice saying you're sorry. Get in that practice saying you're sorry to yourself, saying, okay, I must be having a bad day. <laughs> you know, checking in with yourself. You know, what's going on with me? Why? Why did I get so angry at the lady at the checkout stand? Mm-hmm. You know, she's just doing her job. You know, mm-hmm. try to try to do a little check-in, I think, to figure out what is going on in your life. What are you imbalanced? Are you unhappy? Did you, you know, not get enough sleep? Anyways, I just I just think paying attention to the times that maybe you overreact or say something mean or judge someone. Because I think that's always a reflection on something going on in your life. And if you can practice forgiveness, it's going to come easier and easier. And even the hard things that we view as hard, um, someone having an affair, someone wanting to divorce you, someone killing your child in a car accident because they were drinking, there's lots of hard things. But sometimes even some of the things that aren't so hard, like someone saying something mean to you or gossiping about you. Those things are just as hard sometimes. Yeah, it's a good point that sometimes I could look at one of those things and say, just forgive them for that. Like, really, we're, we're carrying around words that hurt you. It's like, let it go. But that that's your truth. Right. And that's something that's hurtful to you. That might not hurt me, but it might hurt you. Mm-hmm. And so I need to be kind of, you know, uh, respectful for that and, and soft about that is that, you know, that that's – that's something you need to work on forgiving somebody for. Um, one thing I thought about, too, is that when we seek forgiveness, right, we apologize for something we've done. Um, I've had to say I'm sorry so much, and I've learned what an apology is, and I've learned what an apology is not. Um, let me tell you what an apology is not, because I did this for a mm-hmm. long time. Um, babe, I'm really sorry that I did blank, but... You what? As soon as yeah. there's a but in the deal, and you're trying to justify, that is not an apology. An apology is, I think, putting myself in that you're the other person's situation that I offended, and I try to use the feelings that they probably feel on what my action or word or lack of action or whatever did, and by doing so, that's the sincere apology. You know, I'm sorry that I blank. Thinking about what that must have done to you probably caused this, and you felt this pain. And I, I can imagine if I were you, it's this and that, and you probably didn't sleep, and this happened, and I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for the pain. I'm sorry for the anguish. I'm sorry for the emotional thing. I hope you can forgive me someday. You know, those types of things, that's an apology. If, if any apology comes up with a but or a justification, it ain't an apology. I'm just <laughs> going to tell you that. So... What other things yeah. would you want to say about forgiveness, babe? Um, 
I just think it's really powerful. I mean, it's not our job to say, well, that doesn't really deserve an apology. That's hurt, too hurtful, whatever. Just And I think teaching our children, um, because life is not fair, things are going to happen in their life that aren't fair. But the more we can have a soft heart and we can say sorry, acknowledge when we've made a mistake, but also forgive, we don't have to hold that big backpack around. I that, mean, it that's just, a phrase it's that you've so used heavy. repeatedly since we were first married is, is your heart hard or soft? Yeah. And I can remember there were times I'd come home and um, I could be upset with something. And you're like, do you have a hard heart or a soft heart? And I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. And <laughs> you could tell like I must have had a hard heart on something. And you're like, babe, what did I do? I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk about whatever. And you would always say, babe, you should have a soft heart. And I, I didn't even know what that meant for a long time. And now I realize what that is. Yeah, and you can really feel it. You, you feel can it totally you. feel it. If you're paying attention, you can feel if you're a, if you have a hard heart or a soft heart. You can. And going through life, you, babe, I mean, you have a soft heart. I probably have a heart of stone. Um, <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Some. Well, you do too. I by do the way. too. And I'm sorry I said that. But I I do think that um, having a soft heart does make forgiveness yeah. a lot easier. Cutting your pride with all of that. Um, and just realize that we all want forgiveness, right? right? We all want mercy. We, Who does not want to have mercy extended to them in any form or fashion? We've done something wrong. And then also, it's a beautiful thing to to not only be forgiven, but to forgive somebody else and to watch what that is and to, to move on, yeah. to literally move on and not keep bringing it up over and over again. It's like, I've moved on. It's amazing, I think, in our church, how many people cannot get on with something. It's like we preach forgiveness over and over and over again, but we cannot let it go or we bring it up from 20 years ago like it just happened yesterday. And maybe it's not even our church. Maybe it's the world in general. Maybe it's a personality characteristic, but it's like, let it go. It is not worth bringing it up over and over and over again and know that if that person forgave me and they're demonstrating that by their actions, why can I not forgive myself and why do I have to keep bringing it up? It's like you keep flogging yourself over and over and over again. And sometimes we beat ourselves up over things far more than God ever would, far more than God ever would. It's like to say, which of us as a parent has a child that does something wrong, maybe even really wrong, And you can look at that person and say, you know what? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. You know, you backed into the car. You destroyed Mm -hmm. this. It's going to cost a lot of money. You know, you you hit your brother. You flunked out of school. You know, you pissed away a bunch of money. Like, whatever the deal is. And you say, one, not better than God. Two, I've made completely, I've made a lot of mistakes. I can see where they've come from. All those different things. And then just say, forgive them. Mm -hmm. And then move on. Yeah. You know, just move on. Doesn't doesn't do anybody any good to to keep that baggage around. And it's uh it's a beautiful thing. So hopefully, you know, we've bore our soul a little bit. Um and um Yeah, work on practicing forgiveness. It's gonna change your life, I promise. Friends, one of the greatest compliments you can pay us is to introduce your friends and family to our podcast so that we can all grow and learn together. So thanks so much for listening today to the Relationship 411 podcast. Please like and share. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And remember, we promise to give you the 411 about relationships. 
so you don't have to call 911 for yours. 